Hello everyone, welcome to the Paragon Show. first century content is king. The world is changing and the way we do business is changing. But having a conceptual and consistent brand is not changing. Today, social and financial returns on investments are symbiotic. At CCNG, they work with your team to create a seamless and digital strategy. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Paragon Show. And we're powered by business fans only and sponsored by Sports Fans Only Entertainment Group. Getting things in from podcasts to shows to webcasts to merchandise. Visit our stores at sportsfansonly.store. And you can get some more information on there. Anything you purchase from there will help support business fans only and, of course, the Paragon Show. My name is Jean and I am your host for today. So what are we going to talk about today? Today we have an interesting topic. And one of the main reasons it became an important topic to me is I realize a lot of us go through it and we don't even recognize what we're going through. We don't realize how much of a challenge it really is to get your goals and to make things different in your life. So today we're talking about, oh wait, I'm actually outside in the park, a couple of old school motorcycles are driving by, and a couple of uh, four quads are driving by too. I'm at the park again, I did a show last time, where in the morning times, you know, I'm out here myself doing a little walk, and right now it's a nice beautiful Sunday afternoon, it's fall, it's at the end of October and the leaves are changing, I wish you could see this out here if you're in Connecticut. And it's, it's pretty beautiful. And it's a nice day to record a podcast while I'm outside. And we're also next to a little tiny, I guess, a man-made waterfall over here. So you can hear a little bit of it in the background. But don't let that distract you about today's topic. And today's topic is conquering while constrained. Now, what does that mean exactly? It's exactly as it, <laughs> as it comes out. Like, there's constraints for you trying to do exactly what it is that you're trying to do, but yet you find a way to conquer it anyway. And the reason I mentioned it before, why it's so hard for a lot of people to still conquer their goals is because they don't recognize the constraints that they have placed in front of them. And as an an entrepreneur, you're gonna have a lot of constraints. You're gonna have a lot of people being negative. 
You're going to have a lot of cash flow issues. Um, you're going to have a lot of staffing issues and, and, and conversion rates issues and, and getting the right people to be on your team. Partners could be right. Partners could be wrong. <laughs> you know, funding to start your business, funding to maintain your business, you know, just keeping yourself elevated to the next level, you know, keeping yourself focused. Those are all constraints, my friend. And today, that's what we're going to talk about. So, but before we get into the story, I got a little story for you. You might have heard of Dr. Seuss. I'm pretty sure you have. This topic all came to me when I read a story about Dr. Seuss was challenged. They gave him a challenge. They said, I bet you you cannot write a 50 word book for the people out here. And it has to be a full book. No, no BSing in the beginning, the middle or the end. It has to have all the natural characteristics of a good book. And Dr. Seuss was like, I accept your challenge. And the challenge came from, I think it was Penguin Publishing at the time, who was doing all his publishing and getting his books out there and giving them, you know, giving them good deals. But let me tell you what happened. This 50 word challenge ended up being one of the best selling books of all time. And it's called Green Eggs and Ham. Even Method Man and other rappers mention some of the nursery rhymes from that book. They have sold over 200 million copies of that book, Green Eggs and Ham by Dr. Seuss. And it all started with a challenge. Can you write a book with only 50 words in it? And he said, challenge accepted. Not only was it accepted, he blew it out of the water. He did his research, put his words down, make sure the sentences make sense, catered to his exact audience of children trying to read and, and, and coming up with the, with the illest rhymes <laughs> and the rhyme schemes all under 50 words. Now, after that book sold 200 million copies from like, I think 1955 all the way to 2021, you could tell the guy created a masterpiece. And again, he was challenged later on for one of his other uh, Cat in the Hat books where they said, okay, well, you're going to write this book, but you cannot use anything more than like a first grade vocabulary maybe second a little bit of second but no more than first grade vocabulary and again dr sue said i accept your challenge that is my constraint i will stay within my constraints and i will still come out with something special and again a lot of his books are first and second grade terminology but turned into some of the most beautiful wordplay books that you've ever seen in your life. And he's the best at it. He passed away a few years ago and everybody kind of felt the pain and acknowledged the greatness that he was because a lot of times, it's like after you pass away, people say, oh man, this guy was really great. And then you realize there's no other arts of work of arts that's coming out like that because the one person or the one man that did it is no longer with us. So I honestly believe one man can make a difference. One man can change the world. One woman can change the minds of, a, of an entire planet on how to behave. One person can change things. Why can't it be you? Don't feel like you're 
it's significant <laughs> yeah that's the word i'm trying to say don't make don't make yourself feel like you're like the tiniest thing on this planet one day you could come up with something spectacular and the way to do it my friend is to accept the constraints the constraints that you have that's holding you back don't let them be a crutch don't let them stop you from achieving your goals and the goals could be simple like losing weight I challenge you. One of the constraints of losing weight is actually sticking to the diet and fitting it into your schedule and then sticking to those two things. Stick to the schedule and stick to your diet. Those are the two hardest things for a lot of people, but they don't they don't look at it as a constraint. They don't look at it as if they can conquer the constraint, they can conquer their goals. And, and the best goals are the ones that are broken down to chunk sizes. Don't try to lose five pounds in a month or five pounds in a week. Just try to focus on eating like a thousand less calories a day. Don't try to go to the gym seven days a week. Why don't we just start by going once or twice a week? Because <laughs> the constraint is you have a full time job. The constraint is you like to have a nice lunch, breakfast and dinner and your coffees and your treats and your snacks. That's the constraint. But you got to find a way to work around that, my friend. Because guess who's going to be happy at the end once you get that goal? You lose that 20 pounds, your clothes are going to feel different. You're going to be more confident. You're going to be happy that you actually accomplished goals. You know, And once you get past 20 pounds, you know, people start recognizing it. They're like, wow, you kind of slimmed down, looking good. And when people say positive things to you, it really does make you feel better. And it just motivates you to do more. What about the other constraint of, I want to start a business. I ain't got no money. Well, my friend, look at it as a constraint. Work inside the constraint. What do you have to do? There's plenty of places out there, plenty of different companies out there that you could go online right now and start your business. Absolutely free. And getting the information to start your business is all over social media, all over different types of websites, a whole bunch of side hustles, that can turn into full-time jobs, using your talent, your skills, designing clothes from, from putting little trinkets <laughs> online to sell, selling things on eBay, which is called arbitrage, where you actually go and find things that's $10, $20 at Walmart or TJ Maxx and then sell them on eBay for twice the price and keep the profit. That's one way to do it. You could do it on Facebook Marketplace. Buy things from there or go to Etsy and buy things that's cheap from there and basically just resell it and be the middleman process. The middleman process is a great way to start making money with barely no budget. But once you do have a budget, that's when I will start looking into e-commerce for affiliate linking for like Amazon, creating your own complete full e-store where you actually have inventory and little advertising budget, websites, you know, all that stuff that does cost money. You get that once you actually start making money. And the other constraint is maybe you have a full-time job, but you still want to start your business. Start small. Don't go big yet. Plan to go big, but just start small. Try to find the best ways to start your business, even though you have 40 hours already dedicated to another job. And that job is very important because it's going to pay your bills. It's going to take care of your family. If you got kids, it's going to help take care of your kids to school. But don't let that stop you from actually 
starting that part-time job on the side. That's your own job. That's your own little business. And next thing you know, that thing turns into a full-time job where you don't have time to do anything else but your own company. Now, why start your own company? Let's, let's, let's break it down to this little example that I have here. Imagine a world where you make 25 cents a day for going to work. You go to work about eight hours. You sleep about eight hours. So you got another eight hours to yourself. And every time you go there, you know, do a good job. Even if you don't do that great of a job, we still give you a quarter a day. Now, in this world, that comes out to about $1.25 a week. But you see, in this world, $1.25 can do a lot for you. It can help you get a car, transportation. It can help you start the down payment on a house. It can start helping you take care of your kids. But it's just the long-term game. You have to stick to that budget of $1.25 a week. And if you don't go to work that day, <laughs> you lose that quarter, my friend. You lose that 25 cents that is so key and so important to you. But here's the special thing about that 25 cents a day. It's practically guaranteed. All you got to do is get the job, show up, do a good job, and go home. Practically guaranteed. If you got the skill, maybe they'll pay you 26 or 27 cents. But at the end of the day, we're averaging about a quarter right now. The only people that average above a quarter, <laughs> we're talking like 20% of the nation. Right? They're making like a dollar a day from their own job. Now imagine in this same world, someone walks up to you and says, you know what? You don't have to make a quarter a day. You can start your own business. And in this business, you might not make a lot of money in the beginning. There's also a 75% chance that it's going to fail. And there's also another high percentage that you're not going to have any cash flow for a while. But let me tell you something, my friend. If you take this opportunity with me, there's a 20% chance that you can make $1.25 a day. So here you are making a quarter a day by going to work. And someone comes up to you and says, here's an opportunity to make $1.25 a day. And if your business does well and survives those first two, three years of the rough phases of building a business, you can start making $2.50 a day, $3.50 a day, $4.50 a day, $5 a day. Now, let's think about that. At your corporate job, you're making a quarter a day. You're working five days a week. So we're talking about $1.25 a week, and that comes out to about $5 a month. But this is a special planet, a special place that we're talking about where $5 a month gets you a lot. Don't think about the $5 of this world where you could barely get a McDonald's meal for that much. But in this world that I'm talking about, $5 a month helps you pay for your house, your kids, your car, your gas, and even some groceries. And you'll have, you'll have some pennies left over, my friend. Stash away if you want. The smart people put 12, 12 cents and 50 cents away. 12.5 cents away. Because that's 10% of their incoming income. And they save that for the rainy day. The ones that are not too smart, I've been there before. We spend all that 125 as soon as it comes in. Sometimes before it even comes in. <laughs> then we got to go get credit for another $1.25. 
Now we owe a dollar twenty-five, but we're only making a dollar twenty-five a week. You can see the cycle just goes crazy. But if you take that opportunity, my friend, I'm telling you now. Look at all these constraints against you, saying, "Oh, you only got twenty percent chance to make it, man." And if you do make it, then you got to maintain that business. You're not creating a job for yourself. You're actually creating an entrepreneurship journey, a conglomerate, a big company that that could make you. $5 a day compared to everybody else who's making $5 a month. Life kind of starts to change after that, right? It's a big mentality shift. And the people who take those risks, they look at constraints as small obstacles that need to be hopped over, that need to be knocked out. They look at it as just another form of their goals. Now, there's nothing wrong with making a quarter a day at a good job that helps you pay for all your bills and even have a little bit left over. But you got to ask yourself, is that the life you want? 79% of the nation is living check to check. So they're living $1.25, waiting for that next $1.25. Some of them are making less than that. Some of them are making slightly more than that. But my friend, is that the life you want? I don't know. That's something you have to decide. And if you're part of that rare breed of the 20% of the people in the nation who take that risk and say, I'm going to start this business. I'm going to start small. I'm going to keep my day job. You know, like those Hollywood people give advice. You're not that great of a singer. You need to keep your day job. <laughs> but some people hear that advice and say, oh, okay, so my constraint is my voice is not that good. So I'm going to go take some lessons, keep practicing, keep making my music. And maybe four or five years from now, I keep my day job, keep making a little bit of money, and I might get a hit. Somebody might pick me up, give me a little bit more money. They might offer me <laughs> $10 to sign the contract. And don't forget, guys, we're living in a world where people are making $5 a month, and you have an opportunity to sign for $10 right then and there. I know the math is a little crazy right now, but all I'm trying to tell you is... That quarter a day, eight-hour shift, is very similar to this planet. And it's really up to you how far you want to take it, how far you want to go. And looking at constraints as just mere obstacles that need to be conquered. So that's really all I had to say today, my friends. I'm so glad you guys came out to listen to me. You know, we're going to keep the Paragon show going. My name is Jean Renard and I've been your host. And remember, conquer constraints. Don't let them be a crutch. Don't let them hold you back. Because the ones that do succeed, look at constraints as nothing but dust on their shoulder. And they just dust it off. Keep it moving. All right, guys. Have a great day. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Paragon Show, brought to you by Sports Fans Only, powered by Business Fans Only. <laughs> Peace. We understand how hard it is balancing your personal time and your professional time to still find time to enjoy the little things in life, like listening to your favorite sports shows, 
Well, if that's you, you need to listen to Sports Fans Only and get your weekly fix with your host, KJ and Sean Mack on SportsFansOnlyPodcast.com.